0: Hey, this is Cash Levy, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Cast Network. RiotCast.com. Dushai Shai! Dushai Shai! ta Kaka!
1: We have three left. We had four left. Oh! oh Hello, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man to my left has cast off his pants and undies and is currently jacking his boner off with a stale old jock strap. That's Jeff Clark. Hey! Thanks for having me. And beaming to us from the line of spinach, the bearded, booger-eating tight end known as Shuddy Boy. <laughs> Yo! Who did that? that? Was that you? What's that? Was that you? That was your intro, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I went sports-themed with that one, but... That was really good. Fuck it, here we are. Right?
0: Cast off, right? That's what you said?
1: Yes. Yes, you have cast off. I thought, like... There's only so so many ways you can do the, uh... Jeff is Donald ducking it. Mm Mm-hmm. I was...
0: Well, I was wondering, at first, when you first said cast, you mean, like, cast a spell. Like, I cast it off i don't know that's why at first that's what i thought and then then i figured out that you're going with the sports reference sorry shuddy i'm not as quick on the
1: intake as you
2: on the uptake quick on the uptake
1: either one i'm not good at either one of those shuddy you sound a little quiet i'm gonna try and boost your ass up a little bit
0: yeah shuddy's level click on the intake we gotta get him up to minus six Right now he's at a fucking minus fifteen. <laughs> or he, why don't you just speak into the mic? As I so briefly mentioned in the Easter egg, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed you guys. Very disappointed you guys, a little mad okay. at you guys, excuse me. Well you were saying it's too bad we don't have a Game of Thrones to review. And it kind of is. It is. And it's it's I I was starting to think and I was gonna say and accurately, that we had a lull in the TV season, but that's not true. I'm a little disappointed in you guys that you don't watch either of the, these two shows, which are coming out in the next couple of weeks, and oh, I'm very I, excited me, about them.
1: I have, a, I have a guess on one, at least. Okay. That fucking annoying-ass Succession show you never shut up about. Succession's one of them. Do you have a guess on the other one?
0: Shuddy probably does. He's uh, good at guessing. Um, Queer Eye. No, no. <laughs> Don't be
1: a dick. Come on, uh, I'm not in a queer eye. Pretty good. I don't mess, know. Though. I started. I started right, watch I did oh, start oh, watching. I just start watching Barry. I'll fill it in. I'll fill, I'll fill you in. I've caught up on Barry, fully. Handmaid's Tale. Oh.
0: Two shows that are coming out this uh, next couple of weeks. I think Handmaid's Tale comes out June 5th, and Succession comes out June 9th. I think that's right. That'd be a Tuesday and a Sunday. Uh-huh.
1: I don't know. I, I think- don't. F- I, but but like the only reason we could do Game of Thrones. Recaps and reviews and spoiler-ridden shit on the Easter eggs the, these this past six weeks is because Game of Thrones is just like a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. You know, how often is there a TV show like that broadly watched? You're right. And to where where it's not like a, a niche discussion to to talk about it. And I guess.
0: I'm not just disappointing you guys, or I'm a little disappointing you. I'm disappointing just in my friends and everyone I know in general because I really don't know anyone that fucks with Succession or Handmaid's Tale. So I have no, I have no I have maybe you should no one to talk about these things. Talk with to the me. ladies at the nail salon about it. They're legitimately great shows, dude. You got to get into one of them and let me know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like I have uh, an eye for talent, and I feel like my recommendations are pretty good. Usually, and I'm telling you, both those shows kick ass. The second season of Handmaid's Tale was not as strong as the first one. I'll 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 come clean about that. I'll say I'll say that much. Hand Handmaid's Tale season one, I'll put up there with any Game of Thrones season. It was that strong. It was fucking. It was it was the world that they created was terrifying. It was fucking terrifying. I gotta give them credit. Like that's I. I wish that well, there were some video components to this podcast because your your face just it, it, uh, you made a couple faces that had you a little shocked. Like I, that's very I said, a big statement. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, and I'm not throwing this shit around lightly. You know how much I loved Game of Thrones. That's why so much went into my review last week. I was so passionate because I cared so much. <laughs> I'm not throwing this shit around lightly. I'm telling you, this this the show is good. Uh, Succession, I think, is awesome as well for uh, for other reasons. It just looks fucking boring. Yeah, and it might not be your thing. I guess I'm just bummed out that, that two, two of my main homies don't watch the shit that I do. And I wish Everybody was I'm on my... almost
2: through the first season of Succession. Oh wow. Uh, my bet. And corrective. I'm You're quick on the uptake. Four huh? episodes into the first season of Handmaid's Tale? Son of a bitch, Shuddy.
0: <laughs> Speak up. God damn it. We're doing your podcast. Well I mean what what how do you feel? How do you feel about let's go with Handmaid's Tale first? Was I well, accurate
2: in what I was saying? Let's go with succession first, because that's okay. the one I have the more the bigger of <laughs> You take the wheel.
1: You take the wheel. Actually, Jeff, why don't you suck my dick and we'll do succession
2: first? <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, alright, sure, sure, Sure. Yeah.
2: Uh the only reason I stopped watching Succession. Was because I was getting near the end of the first season and I figured a season two had to be coming soon. So I didn't want to finish it too soon before that and not, you know, and still have a grip of what was going on. I really liked that show. Uh, Can I say I really this about the, oh, my the cousin that nobody really wants around? I
0: fucking love that character. Uh,
2: I love uh, Siobhan's fiance. I think he's hysterical. Tom. Because he's just so fucking weird. Dude, they're like they're them those guys and hanging out and so working together is hilarious. Trying to be big city. Uh I really like that show. I do. Uh Rip Torn plays a huge dude not Rip Torn. Brian Cox. Um, Rip Taylor. Brian Cox. <laughs> I like that no, oh, such I'm an such
1: asshole. Such a good
2: asshole. Uh the uh, Culkin Boy, he's pretty good, too. The like, it's a great boy. show. I think it's very good.
1: Kieran, and I, now that, that
2: young this Culkin lad. <laughs> <up>, I... <laughs> Don't let him throw you off. Fuck you, Kevin. Uh, no. Now that season two is coming out, I will finish season one post-haste.
1: I like all the Culkins. So, I like Macaulay. Grand I, like, I like Rory. And I like Kieran. The fact that they still... Are alive and like
0: producing content and making money, and didn't like you know didn't we didn't completely lose them is a testament to their toughness. They're a tough fucking group of dudes, and I, and I fuck with the Colkins. Well said, Kevin. Yeah, here, here. Uh, real quick, Shuddy. I'm not gonna even. So no, actually, I'm not gonna spoil it. The ending of the first season of of Succession. It's hard. Like the world that they created, and realistically speaking, like how big of a shocker of a surprise could you do to where you're really like fucking stunned and it's well done? I think it's hard, and the way they built up the series, but they fucking nailed it. the 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 cliffhanger and season the end of season one, Shuddy. I think I can't wait to get your input on. It. I think you're gonna love it because it's really like oh fuck, dude, because uh, the, the directions that the, the characters are taken. It doesn't seem like it seems like they're heading to the point where it's just like they can't overlap again. But it does well in bringing it all together, and you're you're going to be into it. So let me let me throw
1: this out to the room. Have any of you guys watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes, Mm, I've
0: watched it. I've watched a few episodes here or there, but I haven't like sat
1: down with any purpose and watched it. Is there a way that fuck me? I got I got to watch all your goofy shit, huh? But you can't watch any of the things I suggest.
2: I'm almost through the most recent season.
1: If if you're giving, if you're putting a
0: Kevin Kraft stamp and seal of approval
1: on it, and you're saying like, "Hey, watch this and come back with a review," I'll do that. Okay, let me let me ask you this one question then. First, how do you feel about Andy Samberg?
0: You know, I'm a huge SNL fan. Love Andy Samberg.
2: There's no way you won't funny things.
0: I do enjoy comedy. Yes shuddy you got me there come on that's a lead do you part. like
2: terry cruz mm-hmm.
0: yeah you, quit while you're ahead shuddy <laughs> what are yeah, you doing here yeah you got me with the. yeah exactly exactly i'm in i'm in uh terry Cl- cruz i'm he's pretty cool i like him
1: i i the, it's it's got a lot of the same writers from parks and rec one of the creators i think and it's it's fucking fantastic. It's, it's got one, one moment per episode at least that I'm laughing so hard I have to rewind it and watch that one take like multiple times. It's, and and the, the characters on it, I would say once you watch a few episodes and you're familiar with the characters and you really are seeing what everybody brings, what everybody's role is, I say it's up there with Parks and Rec in the office
2: nice i was not sure how a cop comedy was going to go and how well how you know what kind of longevity it would be able to have but it the show is consistently funny it's very good
0: um what was i gonna ask oh i think it's on hulu okay yeah i was gonna ask where it's. it is on hulu Wow, we have mad recommendations, and for I, I, I will watch Brooklyn Nine Nine and come back with a review in the next month or so. Give me how many seasons are out? A lot, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, let me I think, watch a I couple seasons, maybe maybe two or three. Either six or seven just wrapped. Okay, so watch.
2: I believe this was season six.
0: I love this the the, the story. Was it last summer when when Fox dropped them and NBC picked them up, or vice versa? Whatever. Yeah, Fox
1: canceled no, it. No, so Fox they could, dropped it. So they could bring back um uh uh <gasps> Toolman's show. Fox canceled it. Last
2: Man Standing.
1: Yeah, they canceled Brooklyn Nine Nine to bring back uh, Tim the Toolman show, and within twenty four <sighs> hours, it was renewed and picked up by NBC.
0: I'm on the Fox lot. I could. I could. Find someone, maybe Eric Shanks or whatever his name is. I'll send him a strongly worded email. Shuddy, uh, Handmaid's Tale, you're four episodes through that?
2: Yeah, four or five.
0: Okay. Was my my info, my little elevator pitch, was that accurate so far to the point yeah, you're it's, at? Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's very well written. It's visually, I like it a lot. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen kills it.
0: Elizabeth Moss? Or is it Olsen?
2: Yep, that's what I meant. Elizabeth Moss.
0: Hey, I'm quick on the intake, right? Yep. Uh, Uh, I think it's terrifying. And it has
2: Poussey from Orange is the New Black in it. Poussey?
0: Yeah. That's a show I didn't really get into. I watched the first couple episodes and it wasn't my thing.
1: I watched the first season and it was okay. And then when season two came out, I watched like an episode or two and I was like, hmm. I just realized I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Chicks, jail, I don't give a fuck. Hey, but chicks, I
2: failed on the season with Ruby Rose. I think that was three. Chicks, I know, I know what you're
0: thinking. Don't kill me. Don't get mad. Don't get your panties in a bunch. I didn't like Oz either. It's just the whole jail thing. Not really a fan of it as far as a TV series. I'll watch it for <laughs> Shawshank Redemption or whatever. Jeff Clark, not a fan of jail. Not, not a fan yeah, not a fan of jail. I'm not gonna not gonna endorse jail. Uh I wish so, that you could get in a handmaid's Tale, but I'm the shit may have sailed in that one. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Which one are you more interested in? I guess Handmaid's Tale purely because <laughs> there's chicks. No, it's it's just referenced so much that I kinda wanna know what's up. Oh, that's, but that's a good point. That's about it. Alright. Like I don't know, like I know everybody talks about it. It's Everybody says the same shit you do. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure if I watched it, it would be awesome. It's just, I have so, like, I don't have too much time to designate for TV time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I watch what I watch. Some shit has ended. So maybe there'll be some some time for it. But well, for now, I don't know. Maybe it, Maybe I'll let the series pile up a bit so I have a few seasons to binge. Maybe right. I'll do that, Jeff Clark. Yeah, I know, and you always
0: have random t- times to kill, and I wanted to do like a, a transition from this conversation to your little Mafia or excuse me, airport
1: fiasco. Oh, okay. I was going to keep
2: it rolling with the reviews, but I'm down. Well, with I had just I had a thought about reviews. Oh boy, and this, we are tangled this, in a c-
1: giant fucking knot right here. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs>
2: yeah, well said.
0: Just, Hold on, lots to unpack. All right. Yeah, give it Wait a to me. second. Real, Actually, I would like to go back real to real Game quick, of Thrones
2: something for a moment. you either like or you'll shoot down immediately. Okay. What if we do an episode a week and do like a quick 10 or 15 minute thing for the Patreon of a recap and a conversation about an episode of one of these shows? <sighs> because
0: I can't give just 15 minutes to any one topic. I'll, yeah, to, I'll take
1: 15 minutes. How much do you guys want? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's something we can iron out in the future. I love it's, the it's, idea, it's, but it have to be longer. Where it's less scattered too, because if we're just reviewing random episodes of random series,
2: no. Like if we start with Handmaid's Tale and go from episode one, and just do an MSPH Handmaid's Tale recap podcast. That's what Yikes. I'm talking. That's what I'm spitballing in my head and putting it out into the ether without any real real plan. What sort of edibles are you fucking with today, Shuddy? <laughs> uh, I did eat half a cookie already since, you know, <laughs> we're starting early. Well,
0: I and have... it may
2: uh, or may not have just started, so there's so, that too.
0: Sounds like it could have. I have some ideas that are going to dovetail off of that, so let's table this for after the podcast and talk about something that's more interesting, like... Kevin doing nothing in the airport. Or actually, were you reading in the airport? What were you doing in the airport for the thirty? So we're not hours? doing
2: reviews anymore.
1: Wait, what? We're we're no, we're I'm slowly like- untying untying this um, set of Apple headphones that went through the wash and dryer. Okay. So, um, for anybody who saw on my Instagram or my social media, we were su- uh, we were going to Indianapolis. The Jason Ellis show for the Indy 500, we were going to do one show there from Friday, on Friday, from the racetrack. I don't think the actual event started until... It was Sunday. Yeah. Shout so. out
0: to Simon Pejnani. No, wait. Pej- I don't know how to say his name. I think he's a French
1: guy. He he won the Indy 500, which you don't give oh, a fuck about. Good for him. Continue. So we were going to do a show from the track and talk to some racers and any other like famous people that were there. I keep saying it in like past tense as if it didn't happen. It did happen. I just wasn't there for it. Yeah, you just didn't partake. (laughs) So we got like approved late to actually book the trip. So when we actually got the go ahead, like, hey, book your flights, there was, you know, not not many options. So I got persuaded to take a flight that had a one hour layover. I had to fly all the way from L.A. to D.C., have a one hour layover. And that's that's one hour from when my plane lands to when that plane takes off. So, you know, they always close the doors and don't let anybody board like 20 minutes before the plane is supposed to take off. And then on top of that, you have to get off the fucking plane you're on after it lands. So that just takes, that le- leaves you like 20, 15, 20 minutes. Not enough margin. Yeah. Very small margin. Um <coughs> You know, and Usually my- they
2: won't let you take flights that are that close together.
1: It had to have just been on like the cusp of being bookable.
0: Honestly, I'm I'm confused. by I feel like the website should step in and be like, "Whoa, wait a second! Like, how can you even buy tickets like that?" I'm confused. I don't know, I don't know but I you did shouldn't it.
2: be able to. Usually, it's an hour and a half yeah, between sh- flights.
0: Shuddy, before you became an acai bowl expert, you were a Travel
2: agent. Travel agent,
0: yeah. You, you need to fucking help out with these things. We'll start weighing in on these
1: <laughs> these issues for Kevin Kripp. Kevin, you should have consulted Shuddy. I should have. I should have, but fuck me. So I, go, I get to the airport, and I'm waiting at the gate, and then they make an announcement that the flight is delayed by an hour. So I'm like, well, fuck. Now I'm for sure missing my connecting flight. <laughs> so all these people are going up there, and I'm, I'm just eavesdropping on people's conversations. Nobody was just flying to D.C. to go to D.C. Everybody was getting a connecting flight, pretty much. So everybody's up there asking, and the guy's like, look, I know a lot of you have connecting flights, and they're short. You might want to look into other options, because if your connecting flight doesn't get delayed, you're kind of done for. And he's like, it's Memorial Day weekend, heavy travel. There's not a lot of options. So... I text ahead, and I'm like, look, it doesn't look like I'm making my connecting flight. It doesn't look like there's a lot of other options to get me out there. And the word was, try anyway. I was like, all right, here we go. And the guy was also saying that D.C. is completely booked up, so they can't even get anybody hotels. Yikes. So we get there, and I'm refreshing my United app and i'm looking to see like come on delay 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 like they had to have known like there are other people on my flight looking to also catch that plane absolutely yeah so i was thinking hopefully like they have the registry they know that there are people like get, getting held up by a couple minutes on another united flight hmm, they wait,
0: do wait well they do but do you think a lot of people are going from la to indy i guess it is indianapolis 500 there wasn't a ton well, of but people it's but not there just were
2: just la to well yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, it's, no, because you went...
2: But it's anybody flying from D.C. to Indy, which is a United hub. So there were probably a lot of people flying from well, yeah, but D.C. to Indy. And and it was necessarily the last necessarily L.A., though. That's it was the I mean. last
1: flight there of the night, right. so they could have waited like 15, 20 minutes. If you think about it, it's like, okay, just delay this flight by 20 minutes. Like, flights <laughs> get delayed all the time, or United's going to have to give out vouchers and lose money. On all the extra flights, they're going to have to rebook for people. But
0: I think there's a chance that they were maybe delaying it for two people. If that, I think it was just kind of a "fuck
1: you." I think there were think five. Fuck you, There Kevin were five Kraft. or more of us. I think mm. on the oh, plane. all right. Well, yeah. And it was okay. like a it was like one of those like two seater planes. So it was a really small plane anyway. Yeah,
0: there wasn't a lot of okay. Yeah. So so anyway, a, you made up we a big land, chunk.
1: I refresh and. Not only did my connecting flight not hold off a little bit and give anybody a fighting chance to get there. It left early. It left early.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Sometimes, so they were really like, fuck you.
0: And I don't get this. Maybe, Shuddy, you can clean this up for me. But they, like, overbook or, like, oversell planes sometimes, right? Yeah. So, like, you could have gotten yeah, there, in, like, be- yeah. a little late. And maybe you wouldn't even have had a seat, depending on when you were checked in or when you tried to get on the
1: flight. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But... So I, I, get, I get there, and I'm like, everybody on the plane is just booking it. They're like the McAllister's in Home Alone. Everybody's just <laughs> running down the hallway, screaming, yelling, dragging each other. And I already know I missed my flight, so I'm just chilling, taking my time. And I go to the, one of the agents, and I'm like, look, I, I'm one of the you know, 80% of the people on this flight that just missed their connecting flight. And she's like, oh, yeah, you have to go over there to customer service. It's at gate, blah, blah, blah. I'm one of the schnooks. So I walk over there. And the the customer service line is fucking massive. Like, half the airport is in line for United Customer Service. And I'm like, holy shit. And I get there, and the line's not moving. The line's not moving. The line's not moving. I look over. They got three people working the desk. And right when I looked over and noticed that, the chick in the middle packs her shit up and leaves. (laughs) So... Now we can
0: we can discuss the culprits another time. But either way, you you got fucked in this scenario because I didn't even think about this. It's a Memorial Day <laughs> weekend. Yeah, it's one of the probably biggest travel weekends of the of the of the year for the
2: country. The right? it's up there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can, right, right. Shuddy, can you can you speak on that? Yeah,
2: I absolutely can. It's one of the biggest travel weekends of the year. It's the first. I mean, President's Day weekend is pretty big, but Memorial Day weekend is huge because it's,
0: it's you know, the unofficial
2: year. start of summer.
0: Right. And so that's the thing. That's even more to the point of, like, you had little margin there. So, like, if you didn't make it, you were going to be in for just a shit storm of a time because yeah. it's Memorial Day weekend.
1: Yes. Fuck. So... When I see that the line's not moving and one chick already packed up her shit and went home and now there's only two agents assisting all these people that missed their flights, I was just like, oh, God, here we go. And this old guy, some old guy, was walking to the gate to catch his flight. And he was, like, calling ahead, like, hey, hey, I'm on this flight. They shut the door in his face. Jesus Christ. So this old guy was just fucking berserk. Oh, my God. Flipping out. Just like, can you fucking believe it? And he's on the phone talking with somebody. He's like, I fucking miss my flight. I missed my flight. Because of fucking
0: United. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just not giving a
0: fuck, right? Oh. Being all old. Love oh, it. Oh, man.
1: He was pissed. And it was, and I wanted to get my phone out and record it and get like one of those, you know. Oh, infamous I don't put him on World I wasn't gonna actually get his face. I just wanted the audio. <laughs> but every time I pulled my phone out, he would just like calm himself down or stop flipping out. They were like in short bursts. But I was on that line for two hours, and he kept go- like it would be quiet for like five minutes. And Did I, he act like Fucking you felt? United, let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> they fucked up again. <laughs> Did he? He acted just like you felt, didn't he? Yes, <laughs> but I was so tired. I was just like, ah, oh, no. and it was getting he, annoying. He's, he's your champion. He's my champion. Dude, Thank you. Even ev- everybody else in the line was salty and pissed and tired, and even like they were like, "Dude, come on! Like we're all pissed, but y- you flipping out? Like th- you're not bitching to the CEO of United right here? Like these are the fucking entry level people. Yeah, they they're can't working do the desk. You know,
0: if this goes back to our, our whole." conversation earlier about automation they just figured these fucking kiosks will do it right they got all these weird ass computers
1: and they're good well you know if a whole bunch of people miss their flight what the fuck are the computers gonna do well they had they had um some people waiting in line called we're trying to just bypass that line and get on get in touch with united like through the customer service number but there were, you know, those crazy storms all throughout, like, the Bible Belt and the Midwest. Yeah. So tons of flights and all over the place were getting delayed and diverted and canceled. And it's so Memorial Day weekend. Everybody was like, yeah, calling customer service. Like, I've been on hold for an hour. Like, it doesn't matter. Either way, we're, if you want to get out of here, you're waiting in a long-ass time. So the, there was this woman standing with one of the agents, one of the two. And she was, like, trying to go to Belize or some shit. And she missed her connecting flight, and it was just a battle of the retards. Like, the woman behind the computer was retarded, and the customer was retarded. And they couldn't get on the same fucking page. She's like, well, I can get you on a a plane to Frankfurt. And the lady's like, I don't want to go to Frankfurt! I already told you that! And it just, they got caught in this fucking loop. It was a ten minute repeating loop. It was ten minutes of the lady suggesting Frankfurt, the woman saying she doesn't want to go to Frankfurt, Then the woman suggesting a flight that falls outside of her vacation window. The woman reminding her that she can't. And then it started back at the beginning. They would go through all that and then go back to Frankfurt and repeat the script. I was like, lady, just get the fuck out of here.
2: Well, was it
0: Frankfurt, Kentucky or Germany? I don't know. I don't care. Wow. That's big.
2: Probably Germany. She was probably like, I can connect you to Frankfurt and then to Belize.
1: I mean then the lady kept ch- she was like I want to cancel my whole trip and then she's like oh do you want you want to cancel your trip no why would I want to cancel my trip mm. it was it was that yeah so she was angry she was angry she was going to take it out on that lady essentially there was one register open right so i waited in that line for 2 hours there were 3 people ahead of me and then the woman one of the women behind the counter goes um, we have to close this kiosk so you're all going to have to go to um, terminal C and see the customer service desk there. And someone was like, wait a second. Do we have to get to the back of that line? And she was like, yeah. So Jesus everybody Christ, just grabs dude. their shit and starts running.
0: You are mush. This is, this is, this is the moral <laughs> of the story. That you're just horrible luck. Uh, someone over at your company owes you an apology, a gift, maybe some snacks that we can review on the snack attack, <laughs> uh, tickets, a promotion or a raise, because you really got fucked, and I'm I feel free. I'm gonna tee you up on another take though.
1: Uh, I recently started... so how long
2: did? Oh, what was bad. the resolution? Did you just fly back to LA?
1: Well, so I wait uh, another hour in that other line. So that was about three hours of just standing there with all my shit, and I finally get up there and I tell the whole story, and I'm like, look, the rest of my trip is I got to get to fucking Indy and then I have to fly to Texas and then back to L.A. The
0: reverse brand Stark, just giving her all the info.
1: So she's she's going through all this shit and she's like, yeah, um, I can get you on a 5 p.m. flight. And I'm like, well, that'll get me there once the radio show's over. So there's no point in that. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Your radio she's like, show's gay, so <laughs> fuck you. United doesn't care. <laughs> so she's, she's like, oh, well. The only chance you have is an 8 a.m. F- 8, 8, 8 flight tomorrow. Um, and it's a full flight, so you would be on standby. And there's also a couple people ahead of you. I was like, oh, great. I like those odds. So I'm like, sure, whatever. Sure. <laughs> you
0: say yes.
1: Well, we're what th- else? What if just my other option? Well, you know what?
0: If there was a good chance, like if you were the first in that line there's a very very good chance that you're not going to get a seat. I know. You being fourth in that line guarantees that you're not going to get a oh, seat. Oh, I know. I know. And the fact that you
1: troopered it is pretty amazing. I tr- I tried. So she gives me she puts me on standby for that flight and then I was like, well look, if if I don't get on that flight, I'm fucked. My my ticket home is out of Indy and I'm stuck in DC. So she's like, "All right, well we'll get you set up on there's a 2 p m flight to Los Angeles. So if you don't get on the flight to Indy, you just stay until 2 p m and then fly back to LA. You so, need a corporate card. And I'm like, "So, let me let me guess. There's there's no hotels. You can't get me put up in a hotel, huh?" She's like, "No, everything's booked." And and I as as we're going through this whole process is this like old defeated fat man walks up and he's just like, "Can I at least have a blanket?" <laughs> I'm like oh this fucking poor man I felt so bad How did you fly here and you're homeless How did that work out <laughs> So everybody is just Taking the, the blanket and pillow <laughs> Taking shelter And finding like a dark corner to, to
2: cower up in
1: <laughs> Do you have any spare bedding <laughs> United
2: <laughs> So I take it you did not get on the 8am Flight to Indy
1: Well the, I get, I get my courtesy pillow And at that point it's like 1 a.m., and I, I get over to, I find myself like a nice little tucked away area where people aren't walking around, Hold. and I'm like, alright, you know fuck it, I, I don't, I've never gone on Instagram Live, I'll go Instagram on, on, on Instagram and just bullshit with people for a little bit, because I'm not tired, I'm still on L.A. time.
0: Nope, yep. this is when Nachi runs into the, the kitchen to tell me, Kevin's on Instagram Live, you gotta tune in. <laughs> Nachi is a fucking Instagram hawk, a fucking hawk. So I tuned in. I, I chimed in a little bit, saw how, you, saw how you were doing. I like that you went on Instagram Live. That shit helps out your brand, bro. Uh, yeah, it was fun. i never done it before. It was pretty cool. I want to back up real quick. My mind works and sees things through snacks. So did you buy any combos when you were at the airport? No combos. I did get a bag of mini Snickers. <laughs> oh, that's strong. I can't. I can't say anything bad about that but Combos are like my all-time favorite traveling snack <laughs> for road trips or for 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 flights. Absolutely do I endorse Combos. It's probably a fucking 96. That's what kind of great I do on the snack. Anyways, and I wanted to tee up on a take, uh but continue with your airport fuckery.
1: So I do I do an Instagram live and then I'm still not tired, so I play a little of my, I brought my Nintendo Switch, so I fire that up, and I'm playing that for a little bit, and then it's like, it's 3 a.m., and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I should try and fall asleep. I do have a flight to attempt to catch in five hours that's in a completely different terminal, so I set my shit up, and I lie down. You know those announcements they make in the airport that are like, uh, please refrain from smoking? You can't smoke in, in an airport. Like, like all the common sense ones. And yeah, in case any fucking time travelers from the yeah. 80s happen to show up, it reminds them they can't smoke in a fucking airport. If you see a bomb, tell someone. Yeah, don't accept luggage from people you don't know. Yeah. Those things go off 24-7.
0: Yeah, it's horrible.
1: So I would be laying there about to fall asleep, and then one of those fucking announcements kicks in and just blares my ears off.
0: Were you in Dulles? Yeah. Yeah. How is that as an airport? I've been there a couple of times and I can't remember. I don't know. It's an airport. See, I don't like that uh, that answer because I actually think the Minneapolis airport is something to to marvel. I think oh. it's fucking great. That's because you're a fucking weirdo. I know I and am you rank weird. airports and shit. Uh, I'm just saying it stands out and you'll know when you've been to a good airport, so you, you pretty much answered my question. Anyways, I have another question for so you. So
1: that shit's going on. Then peop- the janitors are going by vacuuming and that like keeps me up and... The, the lights turn off and then they, they must be motion censored because I would be just about to fall asleep and then all the lights would kick on and it was like like being on a fucking film set. I was like, ah, I'm blinded. <laughs> oh no. So I finally get to bed and then I'm woken up at like 4.45 by like the, cha- the, the changing of the guards, like new people showing up for their shift <laughs> yep. and people are starting to arrive and the airport's starting to get people in it. So I got one hour of sleep, and I'm just completely beat. And I, you know, I know I'm not falling back asleep at that point. So I, I, I just try to like overload on caffeine. I go and get some coffee, and I'm, I'm just stumbling around the airport, walking around. I go, and I wait by the new gate for where I'm supposed to be waiting on standby. They make an announcement. The flight to Indy is delayed by an hour because of mechanical issues. That's the hour you needed yesterday. Unbelievable. So I'm, I'm like, son of a bitch, the fucking thing's delayed again. So I just sit there and I'm waiting and I'm looking at... Because like not only do I have to land, I have to get off the plane, and then I have to get a car from the aer- airport to the racetrack to get there on time for the radio show. And the, yeah, then work. Yeah. And go to work. Yeah, on one hour of sleep. So the, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Then they change. It's no longer a one-hour delay. It's a three-hour delay. Jesus Christ. Because the plane is still in Buffalo and they kept saying mechanical issue, mechanical issue. Then they admit they're repairing a fire extinguisher. Have you ever fucking heard of a plane being delayed because they're repairing a fire extinguisher? Yeah, I, don't you not do that? Don't you replace them? Yeah, why don't you just get a new fire extinguisher? It's like, what the re- fuck <clears throat> are we doing here? Yeah, it's
0: like repairing a mirror. It's like, well, You, just, you <laughs> yeah. just get a new I, one.
2: W- one time well put, when buddy. I flew out there, it was either flying home or flying... Or flying there, or flying home.
0: Yeah, you didn't talk about one the hot of my chicks, flights. Remember,
2: <laughs> was delayed because the Wi-Fi wasn't working.
0: Well, that, hey, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Even I would understand that one. Like, and oh, then well, okay. when
2: I came out for Ellis Mania, my flight from Charlotte to home was delayed so the crew could take a nap.
0: Overworked. I mean, I honestly, it's just a pilot. Like, can if the pilot needs a nap, like, all right, I guess we'll listen to that. But, like, a, a flight attendant? That's not necessary. But I don't know, Shuddy. I don't know. How long was the Wi-Fi delay?
2: It was like an hour and a half.
0: Was, this, was the flight, was it L.A. to your East Coast connecting city?
2: I don't remember when it w- Which it was. I would. It take, might have been a.
0: I would take a two-hour delay for Wi-Fi on a six-hour flight, and I wouldn't even think twice about it.
2: But but do you? You have to Fuck pay that. for the Wi-Fi. Ooh! Wow!
0: What a wrinkle! These sons of bitches! All right, you know what? Fair enough, because I actually. I also piggybacked, piggybacked into my next question, or a question that I had for you. I'm sorry, but chime in with what you were going to say.
1: Well, I, I feel like any time that there's free Wi-Fi in a flight, it fucking sucks ass anyway. I had free, free Wi-Fi on my flight to DC, and I couldn't even refresh my United app.
0: Have you ever flown uh, with JetBlue? Yeah. Their Wi-Fi's sick.
1: I've had it work uh,
0: before,
2: but most of the times it doesn't. time I had free Wi-Fi that's been amazing was I flew Virgin mm-hmm. America once out to L.A. or, yeah, out to L.A. and back. And that was the best flights I've ever been on. Yeah,
0: everyone says that.
2: That's
0: a, that's a basic bitch take, Shuddy. Whatever. Yeah, we get it. Virgin's amazing.
1: I'm just kidding. No, I've heard that from mad people, though. So, spoiler alert, I don't get on that flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't make the cut for standby. If
0: it went normal, that would have been a fucking shocker. I can't wait to hear this story. The the normal story.
1: Well, and then that's about it. I, you know, I, I, I go back to the desk. I tell them I didn't get on the connect, the, the standby flight and they yeah. give me my fucking boarding pass for 2 p.m. back to LA. Yeah. Fuck you. With my dick in my hand. Yep. Um, what I was going to
2: ask you... So you, got to, you basically got a little vacation to Dulles International Airport.
1: Yeah. I got stuck in the D.C. airport for 16 hours. Should have went to Ben's Chili Bowl, had you known. And you slept know? slept for one hour. Um, up for 15.
0: Well, I recently started reading again. Does that make me gay? <laughs> no. The right? wiener sucking you do while you read
1: does. Well, you've been, you were telling me that you did a lot of reading in the airport, right? And been I blew reading through, in general. I blew through some comics, and then I downloaded the first Game of Thrones book on my Kindle, and I made it through, like, 60 or 70 pages of that.
0: My recent reading um, phase were, led me to to rethink my position, especially when Shuddy said they charged for Wi-Fi about going six hours without Wi-Fi, because then I could just get some solid reading. I did, like, seven hours worth of reading yesterday. I really, like... That even, makes you a nerd. I mean, I did like what seven hours, I don't know, like fifteen thirty pages, somewhere in that range. Okay. So, no, I'm just kidding. It's, I don't know. Like some two, solid time. I read like probably 150, 200 pages yesterday. Uh, what book? The, I'm reading the book of basketball by Bill Simmons. See, I go through phases with books. I read... Uh, a little bit while I was in college, I read, like, novels. While I was, Mostly
1: Berenstain Bears.
0: While I was in middle school and high school, I was really into autobiographies. And
1: boxcar children.
0: Uh, like, in my mid-twenties, I was into...
2: Boxcar children.
1: I was...
0: My mid-twenties, I was into, like, conspiracy theory shit, like Jim Mars. That uh, was
1: my Harriet the Spy phase.
0: And now
1: I'm into sports
0: <laughs> books. Uh, so I'm reading the book of basketball. I'm gonna read the Jordan Rules book. I'm going to try to look for some more good sports books to read. Um, but how do you feel about the Kindle? Because I'm, I'm torn between getting, ditching buying paperbacks and going for a uh, Kindle and starting to just buy books on Kindles. But I, I feel so many different ways, so I want to hear your thoughts on this.
1: I was a little resistant on the Kindle because I do like physically holding the book obviously yeah, clearly i have some some really full bookshelves here you're, you're a collector <laughs> yeah uh, and i also like to i get like that weird sense of pride when you're like into a book and you see like the thickness of all the pages you've read so far well
0: said i, I absolutely, absolutely agree
1: i feel like i like watching the tail end of the book get thinner and thinner as i read further
0: i feel like my dick grows The more books that I have
1: around. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, I, I, you know, I would... But, like, I I didn't want to get one, and then they were having a a big sale on Kindles, and my two favorite authors, Jonathan Ames and Chuck Palahniuk, at the time, these were Kindle exclusives. They both wrote short stories that were exclusive to Kindles. And I read all their shit, so I was like, okay, I guess I have to get a Kindle if I'm going to be a completionist here. I really want those stories. Is so there, I, I is, got the Kindle, and I got, I got the Chuck Palahniuk short, and I got the Jonathan Ames short.
0: Are there any authors that don't do Kindle? They're like the tool of authors. <laughs> they, don't do, they don't put their music on streaming? They don't put their, their books uh, on Kindle? You know what I mean? I don't think so. Does
1: it work like that? Not that I know of, but I mean, there's... I hope those douchebags like don't have a choice. There's way more books than there are music, so that's a, a pretty deep well to keep, keep tabs on.
0: I know, but imagine like if uh well, I guess you said you did you just say James Patterson? What's another big novelist that everyone would know? Dan Brown, he was just like, nah, fuck Kindle. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
1: um put my shit on title. Who wrote Jay Z, baby? Sapphire. <laughs> who wrote Precious? Uh no 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 uh, ebooks there. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, no physical copies. The, the Twilight dude. <laughs> like, nah, fuck you,
0: straight straight paper homie.
1: But it, it is cool having that. I mean, it has so much space on it. Like, you can fit so many fucking books on it. You can carry on around, like, a, a veritable library just in something that weighs, like, a couple ounces. It's, uh-huh. it's sick. I like the screen. I like the texture of it. I know that—I I have a black and white one, and I know—I've had it for years. So by, by now, Kindle technology, they have, like, you know, the, the color ones, the fire, um, and they probably do a ton more shit. But, the, like, even just the, you, the way you can adjust the backlighting on it, it's fucking perfect. And you can you can adjust the, the, the size of the text you want. And another cool feature on it is if it's connected to Wi-Fi, if you come across a word you don't know, you can tap it and it brings up the dictionary listing for it. I like that. Which is dope. Another function I really like is the highlight thing. So it has a clipboard that saves anything you highlight. So if you come across like a, a really clever line in something you're reading, you just highlight it, tap it, and it saves it to that clipboard. And then you just have this document of all these quotes you like and what books they're from. See,
0: this is what I'm saying. This is why I'm so torn because like I was like, like I mentioned before, I feel a huge sense of pride. I feel like my dick grows the more books that I have. And it's you get a great feeling just, you know, feeling the book gets smaller and smaller towards the end. And you know what I mean? Like you're, 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 you're going through it. And as you turn the page, it's a, it's a almost therapeutic, I think it's I, I don't know I I love it, but believe it or not, there are some words that I need to look up and I'm curious about, and I don't want to go get like another book to do it. And yeah,
1: and Filipino.
0: And when I read like shit on my phone, like you know from Apple News, we'll say or Google News, I like that you can just highlight and look it up. That's fucking sick. Yeah. And being able to do that with a book would be awesome. And you've been to my apartment a couple times. Not the not the biggest place, not the smallest either, but I definitely don't have enough room to nerd out like you do, and I can't buy book uh like uh whatever bookcases or or even any real storage for for books like that's just <laughs> no, no I don't have that much space, so i need to I need to get a Kindle to save some space as well. I think how much was yours is there a difference it's cheap is there different sizes and different options like can
1: you buy one that's like Will hold a thousand books versus one that holds like 50 I don't know if they necessarily boast the hard drive space because you know text I imagine they don't really take up that much space
0: that's true
1: so I don't think they have to brag about how many gigs they have it looks like okay so a fire HD tablet 16 gig is eighty dollars
0: that's a color one how much are, how much are these digital books per copy how much is your Game of Thrones book eight bucks they're usually cheaper. I don't know. I got my book for like copy. 10 bucks and I guess it does pay out in the long run or yeah.
1: I don't know. I dig. I have the paper white and um, I actually got it signed by Jonathan Ames and Chuck Palahniuk. So the two dudes who are the reason I bought a Kindle, Kindle, they signed my Kindle. Yeah. And it's, it hasn't
0: <laughs> wiped away or anything?
1: No. Cause I keep a case. I keep it in a case. Ah oh, no shit! That's pretty and sweet, dude. Chuck in giant letters wrote "fuck off." Nice. <laughs> but yeah, go go for it. Be a be a fucking book nerd. It's funny that like even when it comes to books, you're like, oh yep, sports. Yeah, no, but I'm saying I've went through phases. I went
0: through phases. I used to I, I I really enjoy autobiographies, um, and I like you know I'll I'll. I'll I have read my occasional novel, and I have an appreciation for novels, but right now I want to read about sports and interesting sports stories and and uh um, stories that are drilled down deeper on that i'm curious and
1: so there sure. I am on the line of spinach, I catch the ball, and then I ran.
0: no, I want to find out <laughs> I want to read more about the whole. Jordan Michael Jordan's father was murdered because of his gambling conspiracy and the fact or the conspiracy that, the thing. that yeah no I've heard about this for years but I've never read the full conspiracy almost because I don't want to to believe that my hero would be that I don't know um hmm. Sequestered by his fucking gambling demons and vices that he got his father killed. But I've heard that that and or I've heard that he was made to retire a couple of years. You know when he retired the first time from the Bulls, well you don't remember, but nobody nope. remember. I hope most of the yeah when he went to play baseball. When he went to play baseball, that was like David Stern, the commissioner, forcing him out because he had a bad gambling problem. He was going to suspend him for a year anyways. He fucked up gambling. Supposedly he's lost millions. Well everyone knows that he's lost millions of dollars gambling, but I want to read stories like that and just, I don't know, I would like I, I don't know, read interesting sports history I like I like history and I like sports So well, Maybe you can, a, you can
1: start a book club like Oprah
0: Maybe I will You're not invited you, don't you could like be sports. Um,
1: Jeffro Winfrey's book club
0: I'm going to check out this Reese's Thin real quick
1: Oh yeah, so they come in like big pouches for four bucks and you get like a ton of them and they're kind of dangerous when you're stoned
0: yeah, I don't like... Um, I feel like they should be packaged in a sleeve and have come in rows. Almost like Thin Mint cookies, you know? Not Thin Mint, um, like Samoas. Okay. You know, or, because... It's like an- peanut
2: butter patties.
0: Yeah, it's annoying having to open a wrapper for each individual little thin. You know? Yeah very wasteful yeah exactly thank you this is causing more pollution global warming right here <laughs> this is delicious though it's just a flatter reese's miniature though yeah you just get less Bless peanut butter morning. i so, would say it's about the same as a reese's miniature again it's just flatter i yeah. feel like yeah good i'll give it up. 77 wait no that's not official
1: Eighty-seven, <laughs> up by is that, is that is that ruling official now? Yeah, there you have it. Jeff Clark weighs in on the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Thins. Wait, you guys had other shit to review, right? Did you both
0: see different mo- or see movies this weekend?
2: I saw a movie. See, I saw four movies this weekend. Holy, fuck.
1: oh my Christ! All right, well, all right. Take it away, Shuddy. Yeah, go, Jesus Shuddy. Christ.
2: Uh, Well, three of them were our old movies. I saw True Romance for the first time.
1: Whoa.
0: Clark Classic. We're going to talk. uh, There's going to be a lot of Clark Classics being mentioned over the next maybe 45 minutes. And I can't believe you just let off with one. Whoa. Is it a shuddy classic? What did you think?
2: Um, I was super, super high. uh, And I fell asleep with 20 minutes left. So I don't know how it ended.
0: That's so deflating.
2: Uh I did enjoy it. I was I I had always heard that it was ultra violent. Hmm. And for the first good chunk I was like uh, maybe I was I'm thinking of something different. And then that scene where James Gandolfini is waiting in the hotel room for Patricia Arquette happens. Mhm. And that was pretty brutal. Yeah. I uh, love that scene. I enjoyed it. Chris. Christian Slater, you know, was Christian Slater. That, that voice of his that he use, likes to use can get great. And Gary Oldman was great. I thought he was in the movie for a lot longer than he was. Because so, I always hear about, how, you know, Gary Oldman in that movie, but he's in it for like five minutes.
1: Kevin, have you seen this movie? Not since I was like 13. Whew. You got to check it
0: out too fucking i love this movie uh the scene with christopher walken and dennis hopper is like an all-time movie
2: that was a good classic scene. um yeah i liked it uh can't suck any need 3.75 oh. Oh. Uh, jeff just walked out i know that hurt him that really hurt him
1: maybe you would give it a higher score if you saw the complete movie Oh,
2: my God. That is – yeah, he didn't even let me uh, say that is contingent on – you know, that is based on the first hour and 40 minutes. I don't know how it ended. I'm going to revisit it this week and finish. The problem was we had – we watched it on Crackle with commercial breaks. Oh, I thought you were about to
1: drop that you fucking – Smoked crack before you watch yeah.
2: it. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's, Sony crackle is still a thing. I was micro-dosing uh, crack. And like every fifteen minutes, there was a seven <laughs> commercial long commercial break.
1: Every fifteen minutes, I had to take my microwave apart. <laughs> <laughs> Show
0: Why me. do you even have crackle? You should you should microdose crack. You son of a bitch. That
2: would get the opti- most I, optimal performance video. We downloaded Crackle specifically to watch true romance.
1: Have you since deleted Crackle?
2: No, not yet. Wow. Well, oh. Your own fucking. So you you went to been open again. Though. You
0: went to the lengths of downloading Crackle to watch a movie that you fell
2: asleep at the end of.
1: Wait, Crackle? You mean the exclusive home of Joe Dirt two?
2: <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, but it does have what looks to be a cool claymation superhero show with Brian Cranston in it.
1: Odds are, if it made its way to Crackle, it's not cool.
0: Yep, that's exactly what that means. <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: Yeah, it's never a good sign when you're like, fuck, man, my series got kicked to crackle. (laughs) All right, so what else, Shuddy?
2: And uh, Saturday we did a John Wick double feature.
1: All right, Uh, I feel like you're getting ready to piss Jeff off again. John Wick
2: 1 and 2.
1: Had you never seen them before? Yeah, I thought you already saw them.
2: I seen John Wick 2... Uh, I started to watch John Wick 1 and turned it off for some reason, and it had to go back to Redbox or something and didn't finish it, uh, but apparently all I watched was up until the puppy died, because after that, it was not familiar. Well, yeah, they
1: killed the doggo. Honey, take this back to Redbox.
2: I
0: think that was, so you didn't watch any of the movie, that's like how the movie started, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you didn't uh, see the movie. No. Pretty badass, right? Uh, I think the first one is the best of the three. I agree. I agree with that. I like I the second one the best. It has, it has a much better uh, plot to action balance. And that's what I think the third one lacked, is that it was just more action-oriented than any you know, building of the story. You just want to come in as, as a John dog Rick guy. 1 was also written by somebody different than the last two.
0: You as a dog guy can understand Keanu just going fucking nuts after his dog gets murked. Yeah. Did you see that video
1: of Keanu being interviewed and then they unleash uh, a stampede of puppies and it completely derails him and he just goes into a giggle fest? He's like, hee hee puppies! Oh man.
0: <laughs> then he fucks no, all the chicks in the to. room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you better Google that over there, Shuddy. Press pause on that Madden game. <laughs> uh so how many John Wick dicks are you gonna suck?
2: Uh for the first one, uh four two five. Alright and then four for the second. It's more acceptable I'd than I'd seen two it before, roommates. and I also fell asleep with twenty minutes left in that one.
1: God damn it, Shuddy boy. Why are you so bad at uh strong finishes?
2: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gonna
0: fucking sleep apnea in the situation up. <laughs> yeah, you just you're fucking like John Wicks in a fucking He's gonna fucking talk to you. He's gonna shoot at you with your sleep apnea bullshit.
1: Yeah, and you're just eating edibles until you fucking knock yourself into a coma. Can't
0: say that I don't do that myself, honestly. All All right, right, so don't... What
1: was the new movie you saw, Shuddy?
2: Uh, I went and saw Brightburn yesterday.
1: Oh. I wanted to see that today, but it didn't time out. By the guns.
2: Yes, you are correct, by the guns.
1: Yeah, written by James Gunn's brother and cousin and produced by James Gunn himself, directed by some yes. rando. All right, so thoughts? Nep-
0: nepotism at its finest, go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh, it was good. Um, I hear it's gory. I mean, it was literally uh, Superman if Superman was evil. Yeah. Like it... I mean, literally. Yeah, that's what it I gathered. It was exactly the Superman origin story, except when he turned twelve and learned he had powers, he used them to kill people versus be a good guy. Huh. So I mean, that that's, sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. It's really fucking gory. Uh, that's right here. It's it's very graphic. So that was cool. Yeah, I'm into uh, that. It was. Uh, There was one part that was very difficult to watch. Um, Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, it was good. The kid's annoying. He's the kid from Ozark. I just realized where he was from.
1: Oh, no, the son?
2: The son. Patrick, uh,
1: or Jason Bateman's son? Yeah, I'm almost positive it's the same kid.
0: He is a little fucker. Good call. Hey, I don't like his face. I don't like his face either. I'm going to punch it. He's actually probably actually not probably. He's by far and away the worst the worst character in Ozark.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's see it's it's like tough because like I don't know, I feel like child actors are either really fucking despicable or they're good. And that's where you get things like It, the first It movie, they cast those kids perfectly. They were all super funny and good actors and likable characters. All the kids on stranger things are are well cast and funny and likable, but then you get like that kid in Ozark and uh
0: or Rim Job of the world
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Rim Job of the world yet but... <laughs> I haven't seen it either, but it looks gay <laughs> uh but eh, yeah maybe that's not the right word i'm I'm the I'm... kid who
2: played- c- plays Carl in Walking Dead oh yeah, he
1: sucks yeah I, I'm talking about pussy. I'm right? blanking a little bit on examples of annoying mm-hmm. kid actors but I'm sure everybody's got their, got their picks.
0: Yeah, we don't have to get into our annoying kid actor hot takes. Brightburn, how many Brightburn dicks are you going to suck, Shud?
2: Uh, I'm going to... It, he's not the same one. He's actually... He played Scott, the 12-year-old Scott Lang in Endgame. Do you...
0: Do, so are you rooting for the bad guy in this movie?
2: No, or no. You know, he's not likable at all. You're rooting for like, the parents. He's not... Right? Yeah. Kind of? Kind of, but even they are kind of like annoying in a way.
1: So you just basically want everybody in the movie to die? The
2: The guy who plays the dad is um, Roy from The Office.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing that in the previews, and Elizabeth Banks is the mom. Uh,
2: he was good... Elizabeth Banks's character is really fucking annoying.
1: That sucks cuz I like Elizabeth Banks.
2: But it's it I think it's the way she's intended to be. Oh. because it's like I said, the Superman origin story. They've been trying to have kids, they can't. And now they have this kid and she just dotes on him like an annoying mother. Like uh, it's that kind of annoyingness. Gotcha. All right. Um but no, it's it's cool and the ending was unexpected. Yeah, I already um, had
1: somebody blow the ending for me, so that's a bummer.
2: Um, and Michael Rooker makes a surprise appearance.
1: Well, that's always uh, enjoyable. That was fun. Gotta keep uh gotta give James Gunn credit for consistency. He's always getting the getting the rooker some work. <laughs> yeah, getting rooker. He
0: needs to fucking get him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I would, lo- I would love to talk to Michael Rooker. I feel like he's, he's gotta be Roy from the office's father in this movie,
1: right? That's I watched nope. uh, I watched Henry I would Portrait would of talk a to Serial to Michael Killer. Rooker
2: if we could just exclusively speak about mall rats. Do you
1: ever see that movie Henry Portrait of a Killer? No, that he was in? No. That's really fucking weird. Alright. Pretty well, wh- pretty who's disturbing. It? Who's but, it by? Uh, I don't know, it's like an eighties movie. Oh shit! But All it's right. like it's real twisted. This is early Michael like, Rucker. He gets out of jail and he's living with this dude, and like the dude lives with his sister, and his sister's like young and hot, and the guy's like a little got like a Jamie Cersei thing going, and he's like trying to grab his sister's tits, and like you could tell he wants to fuck her. It's it's real weird, and then they start killing people and shit. Yikes! And, but it's good. Yeah. <clears throat> eh. Okay. I, I mean, eh, nah, not really. I mean, why, why are we talking about it's this? It's a thing. I don't know. All right, fair enough. Just flapping my fucking cocksucker over here.
0: Torpedo and Shuddy's Brightburn review.
1: Yeah. So how many dicks, Shuddy? How many evil Superman dicks? Three seven
2: five. Three seven five. It was enjoyable. It wasn't anything, you know. Other, you know, it was a slightly new take on Superman, but it was really it followed every beat of his origin story. So it wasn't anything super original. But, but it was enjoyable. I'm, it You know, it was a thriller slash horror movie that, you know, was interesting enough to make me want to see it.
0: Is there any chance of a sequel? I mean,
2: yeah. Did,
0: did there, I guess. Did there did they leave room for it at the end?
2: Yes, they did.
0: Because I want to see, like, because if you're saying this is equal to to the Superman story. I want to see like an opponent in the next couple uh, in the next movie if they come out with it.
1: Oh, yeah, where he goes up like a good, against a good superhero?
0: Yeah, I guess like or a good guy tries to take
1: him down, you know? Yeah. That would be interesting. So I saw
2: Smart mm. which is... And how was that?
1: ...kind of being described as the... accurately being described as the female super bad... And it was enjoyable. I liked it. I like uh, I like Jonah Hill's sister, Beanie. Is that what I think she's it, funny? That's his is sister. Actual in it? sister. Yeah. Oh. And she's been in stuff too. I think she was in like one of the Neighbors movies.
0: Got to know someone, huh? <laughs> it's
1: fucking nepotism.
2: Uh, yeah, she was. Beanie Feldstein is Jonah Hill's little, little sister. Oh, yeah. she looks exact. She looks like him. Now that I know that, yeah, that makes sense.
1: And she's got his mannerisms too, and she's kind of got like a little bit of his comedic timing, so it was cool. like it was it was really funny the it's it's paced well, like the the jokes hit and hit often, and they're good. Um, it does capture you know that high school feeling pretty well it, it, It's kind of like woke super bad, and some of the wokeness was a little annoying uh, off-putting.
0: A little bit. Isn't one of the kids a lesbian? Yeah. Interesting.
1: So, like the I guess the counterpart of Michael Sarah, she's a lesbian.
0: Right. Uh, is what what what's the point of is it? Isn't it
1: similar to like American Pie? Don't aren't they trying to get laid? Well, not not necessarily get laid. They're so they're j- just these goody goodies, and they have they're like the nerds of the school. They do everything by the book. They don't break the rules. They don't party. They don't drink. They right. don't do drugs. They're just like complete, straight-down-the-middle nerds. So and this they, is
0: going super bad.
1: And they, 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 they focus on their academics, and it's like the last day of school. They got into the schools they wanted to, and they feel justified that like they toughed it out. You know, They stayed on the right path. They did their due diligence, and it paid off for them. And then on the second to last day of school, or the day before graduation, they find out that like all the bullies... And all the slackers and all the stoners got into the same schools as them or better. Right. And they, 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 all they did was fuck off their entire high school career. So they're like, this is bullshit. We, we, we resisted all that stuff as much as we wanted to. And everything played out, played out exactly the same. I feel gypped. I feel ripped off. We got to get a party in. So th- it's them trying to party for real for one last time or for one time in their high school career before it ends. And it's it's fun. It's it's funny. It's cute. It's got some good touching moments. It's got some like uh, some good good appearances from familiar faces like Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte are the lesbian girl's parents, and Jason Sudeikis is the principal. If, and then like this new crop of kids, some of them are, are pretty damn funny. If super bad's
0: a hundred, what would you score this? You know, like what, How much of super bad is this? Does that make sense?
1: It doesn't have as many like extreme moments. Like I feel like they could have gone a little bit further with some of the stuff. A little raunchier? Not necessarily raunchier. Like it was, it was decently raunchy for what it was. Um, I'm trying to think. Just like when they go to parties and shit. I feel like there could have been some more over the top shit, but for what it was, it was. I mean, it had really funny jokes in it. It was good, and good characters. I liked it a lot. It was a good high school movie. Good high school movie, and I like. I like high school. What movies. Would you score it? It reminds me of. I had fun in high school, and it and it it, it brings you back. I'll give it. I'll give it three point seven five dicks. It's for sure worth checking out. I think it would. I this, don't know if it has the rewatchability of Super Bad, but I do think it's. I do think it's fucking cool that Jonah did Superbad, and that's, like, one of my all-time favorite comedies. And then, like, 12 years later, his sister gets a Superbad.
0: I agree. And all-time favorite comedies; It's up there. I think it's in my top five, actually. Uh, I, I feel like that story and the Superbad story resonates more with me because I didn't have that crazy of a high school. I more broke out of my shell senior year. So, like, my last, you know, half of senior year was fun. I went to a lot of parties and I started hanging out with a cooler crowd, I guess, but were you like a nerd. I was, yeah, I was were... more of like a nerd. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I I hung out with the kids in my neighborhood and they weren't that cool. And I was, I played more basketball like in my neighborhood and I don't know, wasn't into drinking until I turned like 16 and, I don't know. I didn't make like an effort to to really have high school friends until like senior year of high school. And I made some friends and got into parties and it was cool. So I kind of see where these fucking fools are coming from and super bad. And it makes me more interested in, in, in book smart. Um, but it's chicks, you know, girls, girls, guys rule girls drool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Carrie Fisher's daughter's in it. They gave her a really funny character that has some good gimmicks. The fuck is with? Her? How do you?
0: I didn't even think about this, but like, you really got to be related to someone to to get, to get a job nowadays, huh? This everyone's related to someone in this fucking town. I
1: like how you're you're acting like this is something this recent, is new, right? Yeah.
2: This is a yeah. Drew, what a revelation!
1: Yeah, Li- Drew
0: Barrymore Li- knows what I'm talking about.
1: Liza Minnelli made it completely on her own standing. She had no famous <laughs> parents.
0: Yeah, I guess we don't have to go far down this hole. Either way, or anyways, excuse me, uh, a point that I was doing a little research on this topic earlier, and I read about this earlier this week, and I wanted to run these things past you. High school movies are actually a pretty sick genre of film, and I didn't even realize it until I started reading about it.
1: Yeah, now, I, I've I've always loved, loved them, and like the, the first screenplay I ever wrote was a high school comedy. Fuck and yeah. I, I wrote it in high school, but... Of course. You
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. You're working You're right. off of experiences that you know and have yeah, lived. Yeah. You're right, You're right what you know.
1: You stay in your comfort zone. Absolutely. Um, and
0: I didn't even realize this was a genre until earlier this week, but it is a good genre. And this site that I follow, The Ringer, they did like this uh, 16 high school movie bracket. Uh, the winner of the bracket was super bad, and it beat out Ferris Bueller. Uh, but I want to read you some of these movies because they're – Definitely Clark classics. I want to get your guys' opinions on them. All right, so Superbad was the number one seed and won. And I don't know if I agree with it. Once we get into the other movies, despite how much I love it, I actually think this might be a top five comedy film in my life, or uh, uh, personally. And it's definitely a Five Dicker Clark classic. You agree with that? Superbad and Kevin. Yeah, Five Dicker. Shuddy? Yes. Okay. I remember coming home from college and watching this shit and bringing beer to the theater, getting all fucked
1: up <laughs> at the theater. I I love this movie. Um, I, I imagine there are other movies on that list, right?
0: It beat out Ferris Bueller. I happen to think Ferris Bueller is overrated.
1: I agree. I think I would put it at, like, a 3-5. i say that's fair. I mean, Ferris Bueller is a good movie, but I definitely think it's it probably skates by on what it had to compete with at the time.
2: I bet if we were of that age when that movie came out, we'd feel stronger about it. Probably, yeah. I
0: agree. I think there's a bit of a Caddyshack feel to it, vibe, you know? Yeah, but see, I love Caddyshack. Right. Hmm. But you kind of grew up on it, right? I did, yeah. So it's a very similar thing. However... Uh even when I saw Ferris Bueller when I was a kid cuz my father th- he he put me on this he was like yeah Ferris Bueller I grew up on this I, lo- I love this and when 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 I watched it as a kid I even thought it was kind of cheesy then and a little outdated honestly right. and and I like my father's taste I really do and his taste in movies is usually good but I don't I don't think Ferris Bueller is a classic and I'm surprised that the voters in this poll voted the Ferris Bueller all the way to the finals to lose the Superbad because there's some strong movies in here. Next movie, uh, you saw Lady Bird, right? That was on there. That's, I couldn't believe that was a two seed.
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk much Bird. About it, I, Lady but, Bird wasn't bad, but it was it was very underwhelming.
0: Doesn't belong in this movies. How do you feel about Ten Things I Hate About You?
1: I Ooh. only saw it once, and it wasn't terribly earth shattering when i saw it this is a five dicker for me
0: (laughs) i love 10 things i hate about You.
1: it brings me to tears every time
0: I, i just love that movie i um huge heath ledger fan obviously everyone is joseph gordon levitt i like him i can't remember her name hopefully you're looking it up shuddy the girl who plays what was it uh
1: Alex Mack, secret ally oh. for Alex Mack, the Oh, oh, uh, uh, Larissa, Larissa Olynek,
0: yeah, o- Oilyneck? Dude, I grew. She was like Timothy one of my Olyphant? She's one of my original crushes. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I fucking I love that girl and her being the love or like the interest, like that just that like.
1: But she kind of was
0: for me. What's up?
1: Wasn't um um uh, flat Styles. Yes, Julia Styles. Wasn't she the main chick? Well, she was the main chick yes. for
0: Heath Ledger, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, he was in cahoots with Heath Ledger because he wanted to get Larissa, the, the the Alex Mack chick. Yeah. And just at the time that I watched that, you know, when I was, I don't know, middle school, high school, I thought that girl was, like, one of the fucking hottest women in the world. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing whatever he could to go to prom with her or hook up with her made sense. It was like, you know what? This is... This is a hill worth dying on. I yeah. feel you, dog. So this, to me, is a classic. This has a nostalgia. Uh, uh, I don't know. This re- this brings me back to simpler times, I guess. Okay. Shuddy, how do you feel about 10 Things I Hate About You?
2: I think I've seen it once or twice Tom, and not recently. So know. I will not go out and say it's also it's a five-ticker.
0: Hanging out with Kevin on this one. I got gotcha. you.
2: Whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, Two seed in this little bracket. Now it's four different parts of the bracket. We don't have to. I don't have to go further on that. Anyways, two seed. So strong, strong movie. The Breakfast Club. Shuddy, you start. We'll go snake snake draft style on this one. Shuddy, your thoughts on Breakfast Club?
2: It's one that I've seen again once or twice. Uh, it doesn't have any nostalgia for me. Uh, I've I enjoyed it when I watched it, but it wasn't something I watched when I was super young, so I don't have any kind of connection with it.
0: Oh man! All right, Kevin, for God's sakes, redeem him! I can't. Yeah, you're I'm gonna go hang out sh- with Shuddy in.
1: a little bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I like it more than Ferris Bueller, but it wasn't a movie I watched a ton as a kid, and. I agree on, with
2: that statement. I like it better than Ferris Bueller.
1: Yeah, it's enjoyable, but I, it's not like a movie that it's not like you know the Goonies that has like a special place in my heart. It's just, and I know it should. I'm in that age bracket. Actually, I'm probably not because wasn't that was it's rated like R? Eighty five. Yeah, and it was rated R. Yeah. So, so your, your mom
0: might not have allowed you to watch it, right? Yeah, exactly. Banned. Helen banned it. Yeah. Huh. Tough. Tough households. Uh, you both are fucking lame, and I hate that. I hate that take out of both of you. I fucking love Breakfast Club. I think you're a silly bitch. Five-dicker, you're mine, Bender, for two months. You're mine. I fucking love every character on that. Anthony Michael Hall kills it. Judd Nelson kills it. Molly Ringwald, that's like the only good movie she's done. See, I feel like American Pie is more my speed. I mean, I love American Pie, too. Is that on this list? I fucking It fucking better be. Oh, these sons of bitches! They didn't include it. You know why? Because of the whole uh, webcam thing. I I think people are starting to like. I guess
1: American Pie is aging badly in the society we have. Now. It is. It, it was on one of the movies. I think it was on HBO recently, and I had it on, and I was just like, "Oh, it's been a while since I've watched this." And like, it's awesome. It, don't don't backpedal. Don't do, don't do that. Shut up, Jeff. It has – it ha- some of the jokes haven't aged that well and not like, oh, because of wokeness, just because they, they're not as funny as I remember them. That's true. And Chris Klein's character, he is such a fucking wiener. Like, God, I just want to smack the shit out of him. He is lame. I agree. I love fart. Anyways. But it's like when when that scene comes on, when they're all like everybody's watching her like change secretly, like – that that scene has a completely different vibe now. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't play well. No, no
0: not. At so all. they didn't
1: even make the bracket, which is not
0: just that's not fair. That's like keeping Pete Rose at of the Hall of Fame. Like we're just going <laughs> to neglect we're going to neglect this movie's greatness. Like come on. Like, yeah, it's better it's better than I don't even know what say anything is or The Edge of 17. What the fuck oh, is that? Oh, Edge of
1: 17 is awesome.
0: Okay. Cool. I have that that's no the one take with on Haley
2: that. Steinfeld, right? Yeah,
1: that I, one. I feel like all the people that were, like, like, wanking off about uh, uh, Lady Ladybird, I feel like Edge of 17 is the movie that deserves those accolades. That Fair was up. awesome. All right. How about this 1-4 matchup? Clueless was the one seed versus
0: Rushmore. I'm going Clueless. You know how I feel about Clueless. Do, you, do either one of you guys love Rushmore? I actually haven't even. I've seen parts of it. I've never
2: seen Rushmore.
1: Yeah. I've oh, seen no. Rushmore like a dozen times. Well, I'm Rushmore's f- incredible. I feel like I'm pissing off some people. I don't and know. I do like Clueless. Clueless is an awesome movie. You're sure. going? Are you going Rushmore? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. I love Rushmore. Okay. And it's I one of to those movies. The- I'm with
2: you on this one, Jeff.
1: The nice. more I've like the first time I saw Rushmore, I was like, "Huh, all right, that was weird and quirky and different." The more I watch it, the more I love it. The more lines make me laugh out loud. Just fucking some. Peak Bill Murray, you get in that movie.
0: Oh man, I love Bill Murray, so I'm gonna have to go back and watch that movie. You're give, you're saying it's better than Clueless, and I know you respect Clueless. I do. You know that's a Clark classic as well. <laughs> a lot of Clark classics on this list. Uh, Shuddy, what, your review on your quick review on Rushmore. You said you haven't
2: seen it, or you have? I have yet? never seen it. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it and circle back and talk to you. How about this is this is ridiculous. You just said Edge of Seventeen's good. I feel like Mean Girls... I like Mean Girls. But I feel like it's a bit overrated. And the, the, the website The Ringer has it as a one-seat on their Instagram bracket thing. And they had it as, I think, the second-best high school movie or third-best high school movie. And I don't think it's that great. Especially when we're naming off all these other ones. Like, I feel like... Uh, you could say a lot of things about Breakfast Club, but we all we all here at the table agree that it's iconic. And I feel like it has a bigger, like, cachet and and longer Wikipedia page, we'll say, than Mean Girls. And I'm kind of taken aback by how much yeah. love
1: Mean Girls gets. Because say what you want about Breakfast Club, but it has, like, those real moments, like where, where Judd Nelson just snaps talking about his dad abusing him and, like, when, yeah. the, when the kids, like, get real and talk about, like, the serious shit that they deal with. I, like, you put that and juxtapose it with all the silly shit that happens. That's kind of what makes that movie awesome. Yeah. Mean Girls, like, it has some good gags and stuff. I like it. Yeah. I but like it. I agree with you that, while I do enjoy it, overrated.
0: And they have it as a one seed. And, and what's it up against again? It's up against the edge of 17. Are you going to 1-4 upset? You like Edge of Seventeen more than Mean Girls? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to check this out. Uh, Shuddy, do you have a, an opinion on Mean Girls?
2: I Overrated. I have not seen Edge of Seventeen, but I hear nothing but good things about it.
0: All right. This 2-3 matchup. Dazed and
1: Confused versus Carrie. I feel like you can't put horror... Movies like, is the faculty on this list? It's not. That's I, a
0: high school horror movie. Theoretically, it wouldn't be in the top sixteen. Also, movies. has
1: uh, uh Larissa Oilyneck in it.
0: Breakfast Club, by the way, went against
1: Election. Did you either one of you see Election? Yes, I didn't see. Election. I saw Election in the theaters, and I've seen it once since, and it's good. It, right. For you know, for an R-rated dark comedy. Same guy who good. did Sideways, right? I, th- I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that for sure, but would you take
0: Breakfast Club over it? Yeah. All right. Um, Dazed and Confused versus Carrie. I fucking. I think. I think Dazed and Confused is my favorite movie on this list. And I've had obviously I it's had there. high praise for Super Bad, Ten Things I Hate About You, but I'm saying like I had to watch one of these movies for the rest of my life and get rid of the other ones. We'll say. I think I would just take Dazed and Confused. And that's tough because I love Clueless. I've seen it so many times, but like Days and Confused has absolutely zero fat on it. It's fucking amazing, frame to frame.
1: It is really good.
0: That's my feeling on it. I think I still might like Super Bad better.
1: Okay, I can't hate that, but it's just it's definitely funnier. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not turning off Days and Confused when it comes on TV.
0: I mean. And I hear what you're saying about it's just like a jarring matchup. Like, Dazed and Confused and Carrie? I know. Wait, that doesn't what? even make
1: sense. I f- and I feel like you might give Dais and Confused a higher edge because it has it, more sports content. <laughs> well, yeah. I, that, I, I don't know, just like the whole
0: story matches up. They're fucking jocks in Texas. Like, they can kind of do whatever they want around town. And yet, I don't know, they still fucking party with the, the
1: goofballs and, and drink I don't know. I just, I like it. Did you see the unofficial sequel? Everybody Wants Some? Um? No. And you said it was good, right? I, yeah.
2: Huge, I really like really, it. You, I think you would really like that, Jeff. It's very baseball centric.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like Dazed and Confused, but focuses way more on sports and frat life. Isn't it a
0: Netflix original? No. No. It
1: was in the theater? No. But oh, it, it got. It's on Netflix. Uh, a lot of people trashed it because they said it was like too sexist and stuff. <laughs> so I know that makes Jeff Clark like Noted. even more. I'm gonna highlight that in my <laughs> yeah. Kindle and save that for later. <laughs>
0: the sexist and racist da- uh, days and conf... or sexist it's not racist. <laughs> oh, well, after my after they get my rewrites so will we. I have a fucking Jackie Robinson character in there. Anyways, uh, Actually, Daisy it might be racist. I only saw it once. in the Daisy theater. Confused is honestly, I th- I think I think that's my favorite movie that we've talked about thus far and uh, that are on this list. Uh, the next one or the last one in the first round. Well, we had Ferris Bueller One, which is that's a one C. I thought it was
1: overrated. Versus Heather's. Do you like Heather's? I'm not a huge fan. I think that's another one that I only saw once and didn't really make much of an impact on me.
0: Same, same here. Yeah. Shuddy, do you like there's My brother loves it.
2: Nope. One of his favorite Agreed. I've seen it once or twice and couldn't really tell you anything about it.
0: How about this one? Fast Times at Ridgemont High, two seed versus Bring It On, three seed. I've seen a little (laughs) bit of Bring It On. I think it sucks. Never seen Fast Times at Ridgemont. Oh, I've seen a little bit of it. Not enough to count it.
1: I've never seen Step Up. I, I couldn't no. even tell you who's in it. I don't think Bring It On.
0: It, oh, is it, goes it Bring It that? On? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's the cheerleader. That's the one. Kirsten yeah. Dunst okay.
1: cheerleader Gabrielle yeah. Union. I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's the same type of shit as Stepped Up, right? Or Step Up, excuse no. me? No.
2: No. I was just getting my weird. They both ha- I have seen both have of dancing. those movies, and Fast Times is a million times better. See, I have a hot take opinion. on
1: Fast Times. Oh, wow. A little boring. Yeah. Okay. There are oh, yeah. sick movies, right? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's Hall of Fame nudity in it. That's, right. that's Phoebe Kate. That's right. Who's yeah, like, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. One of okay. like the all time hottest women on the fish, the, the history of, of Earth. I, I think she's just absolutely gorgeous. She's so hot, she just married Kevin Klein and is like, all right, I'm just going to have a nice, easy life now.
0: She's uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Kevin, Fuck Klein. Working. Kevin Klein made a, a wise decision, didn't he? Yeah, he did.
1: Man, because I think I saw a picture, like a recent picture of her. Did she age well? Oh, my God, yeah. Still a knockout, huh? Still just unbelievably gorgeous. Tending the house, Klein. That being said, I don't know. Like, maybe I need to watch it again, but I feel like the jokes were just kind of dated and dry and don't really translate well, and the drama aspects of it kind of bored me. I I know it broke a lot of people. I mean, listen. But, I don't know. Didn't really. Do fast Times
2: me. at Ridgemont High gave us Nicolas Cage. What did Bring It On give us?
1: Boners. Fair enough. Yeah. Good. Good
0: call. Good call. Kirsten Dunst. That was her prime.
2: Those it were was. Her best
0: years. That's when she was killing it. That was right before Spider Man. I think. All right. Correct. So, I guess this list does nail my top high school movies. of so That definitely. It's just um, weird
2: that no American Pie though. Carrie and Lady Bird are on there, and everything else is absolutely a comedy.
1: Right, like Lady Bird. <sighs> Lady, I mean, Bird... Lady Bird is a comedy, but
2: is it? I didn't. Yeah. I thought it was a drama.
1: Yeah, I thought so too. It's like dramedy. I got you. Like but Juno? I mean, you, you watch it and you're definitely like, okay, yeah, that was a comedy. It's like Juno, right? A um... little more dry than Juno. Well,
0: Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> All right, so it's eh, eh. I'm deducting comedy. It's it's more drama. Uh, my favorite movies off this, I think, favorite high school movies. I would go one: Days and Confused. Two: Super Bad. Three: Clueless. Four: Breakfast
1: Club. Five: Ten Things I Hate About You. That's what I'm going with? All right, I don't remember them enough to rank them, and I don't exactly have the brain power right now to follow through with it, so. Fuck it. Let's move on. Yep. Uh, All right. Well, hey, (laughs) thanks, friends. Thank you for listening. Oh, oh, we're just going to leave. Okay, my bad. We're not going to leave. Shuddy, I know you've got something to throw out there, correct?
2: Yes. Uh, Pre-sales for the new Mad Scientist Party Hour merch will be live uh, on com starting sometime tomorrow. Holy shit. We're dusting off
1: Puminati.com? What? We're dusting off puminati.com.
2: If you remember the login so I can put it on the page, yes. We're going <laughs> to dust God. it I don't off. I remember the login for that. Because I don't, uh, don't want to do it on Reddit. Not everybody goes on Reddit, and everybody goes on Patreon. So I figure they can go to com. Oh, shit. All
1: right, well, uh, we'll give it, it a shot.
2: I'll see if I remember. Uh, I mean, if you don't see you it can, up
1: there, check it next week.
2: Yeah. You can also email me. I was supposed to create uh, uh, an email address specifically for merch, and I forgot to. Uh, so nice. I will do that tomorrow, and I'll tweet it out uh, and put it on the puminati.com page. We're going to do shirts, uh, stickers of the All-Seeing Poo logo, stickers of the Enter the Dragon-inspired logo, um and then if we get enough interest we're gonna do the pumanati patch again poop sockets and uh an msph uh the logo that's on the new t-shirts in an enamel pin
1: it's kind of like the back Um, to the future style that one right yes.
2: yes correct word so and we're gonna have packages everything i'll put pricing up on the list we're gonna have packages for just the shirts it's gonna be we're gonna try and go crazy this time uh with stuff if you guys want it
1: we're gonna so. have to record one of those like um come down to crazy eddie's electronics but with <laughs> but with you as crazy eddie you're crazy shutty it's going to be
2: huge.
1: Come on John. You want a pins? pinch? We got those. You want a poop socket? I'll poop socket right in your mouth.
2: <laughs> you write it. I'll read it. Oh, geez. Um,
1: all right. So, yeah. Keep, uh, keep your eyes peeled at though I've seen the designs. They're pretty dope. Wow. I just, I, I just took a peek at Phoebe Cates' IMDB page just because I wanted to be reminded of, of that face. And clicked on the link for Drop Dead Fred. Uh, quick news Flash, the guy that played Drop Dead Fred, he died.
0: I
2: like that movie. Yeah, back in the day. That's a movie I have not seen in a very long time. I know. I think yeah, I just
1: I mean, yeah. saw it in the theaters, and like, let's see, what year was that? Nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, I had no idea what I was looking at. I just wanted to see Phoebe Cates. Right, me neither. I was. Just, <laughs> I liked it though. Uh, so, I remember, yeah, I remember. Take a look at Puminati.com and, and see if we were able to remember whatever the password was for
2: it. Well, just and, keep uh, talking. Uh, just oh keep Christ. talking. Well, I'm going to. Just keep talking. If you let
0: me. I remember scoring Fucking like, shuddy. I remember sucking like
1: four drop-dead Fred dicks back when I was like four or five. Yeah, I imagine that'll be down to probably one. I think that movie was a steaming pile of shit.
0: Yeah, those dicks
1: didn't age well. <laughs> Uh so yeah, go to Riotcast.com, check out all the other shows that are on this network with us. If you got a spare moment and you would like to really help us out, go to iTunes and hook us up with a five-star review. Last I checked, we were up to four hundred and ten reviews. We're only ten reviews away to making it to four hundred and twenty reviews by our four hundred and twentieth show. So if you haven't done so yet, it only takes a second, please help us out, hop on there. If you just cannot get enough Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, go to Patreon. Dot com slash Mad Scientist Party hour. We do a mini bonus episode, at least a half hour extra podcast every week that goes up there. That's on the $5 tier. Um, if you sign up for the $5 tier, you can also hit Jeff up. He'll get you an invite to our Slack channel where you can chat with us and the rest of the Pumanati 24-7. Yeah, join pussies. If you get the $10 tier, uh, myself, Jeff, and Shuddy will follow you on social media. You get Shuddy Boy and Dominic's show, What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? You get my show, Kevin's Nerd Hole, and I also do 60 Seconds with Kevin. Shuddy Boy films himself doing brat brats in inappropriate locations. Jeff cranks out snack attacks like nobody's business and also does Between Two Flushes, videos where he rants about something while he takes a poop. Tons of stuff. We're putting stuff up there almost daily. And uh, if you feel like you're late to the party, you sign up, you still get access to all the previous shit that you missed. It's all there waiting for you. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And we now
2: have a Mad Scientist Party Hour merch email that you can contact. It's msphmerch at gmail.com.
1: Ooh, I can't believe we snagged that. In your face, other MSPH acronym sharers with merch.
2: I feel yeah. like Shuddy just but did that you. within the
1: last ten minutes.
2: <laughs> I did it in the last two minutes. Oh, I was gonna say that. That's why yeah. I was telling Kevin to keep talking. Ah,
1: fuck! That's what you were doing. I, yeah, that's I, why Shuddy interrupted me while I was talking to tell me to keep talking.
2: Okay, hey. It worked. It got me. It bought me the time I needed. <laughs> you son of a bitch!
1: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft.
2: At Shuddy Boy.
1: At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. If you want to get in contact with us, you can send emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. And if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. We did get it up and running again. It's fixed, so you can resume calling and recording your poops or whatever. Damn, I miss Pooping Kathy. Pooping Kathy, if you're still out there, please call and poop for us again yeah come on we missed those golden turds
2: if, um you know who's been extremely active on social media uh within the last week uh Chui lee no shit uh he hasn't been like he's i've seen his he's been making posts on his his own facebook he hasn't said anything to us uh but hopefully he's still out there listening I'd love to hear from him again.
1: I just looked at his Twitter page because I thought you meant he had been active on uh, Twitter. And it looks like he hasn't tweeted in five years. But one of his last tweets was, P.S. The dragon is a badass. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Love you, Chewy. Come back.
1: Uh, Touch base. I believe that's it, friends. So thank you for listening. And until next time, oh, something. Oh,
0: Up, I see those levels. You talk about my new freelance gig. I fucking see them. The ridiculous size office that I have. Some of my takes—they got you a corner office? No, like just executive, just Clark. Just the building that I work in. I guess is what I'm saying. The office, like itself, not my. I don't have an office. No.
1: Bing bong, bing ba bong ba bong boop.
0: Meow, meow, meow. actually did have
1: another topic to randomly bring up. Meow, so. meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, The person who you're trying to reach is currently eating boogers.
2: The person whom you're trying to reach
1: is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the beep. The person you're trying to reach is currently balls deep playing NHL. He can't be troubled with your fuckery. Dude, the MSPH curse continues. God damn it.
0: My baseball bets win. Except when I come to Mad Scientist Party Hour. It's, it's unreal. What's I do unreal have a sports curse. to do
1: Because, like, I, you know, clearly I don't follow sports. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. I don't participate in them. But when there is something like...
2: I don't know, like if I, of course, here we go. Yo, Shuddy. Yo, sorry, it didn't answer in time.
1: Coming in hot. (laughs) So like, uh, when I went to Korean barbecue the other night, that was the game, that was the night that that game was on, um, Drake's team. Yeah, Toronto, Milwaukee. The Raptors. Yeah, and there were like big screen TVs up, and I just see like they replayed this shot of Drake like standing up like just about right on the court like pumping his fist and punching the air in slow motion. I'm like, you fucking tree sloth bitch. I want your team to lose just so I can revel in your misery. The only time I ever have, and and it's usually out of spite, so probably fuck me anyway, but anytime there's something like that, I don't know if I've ever gotten my way. In like a sporting event, <laughs> yeah.
0: And I wish that i had known that ahead of time because I bet the it's contagious. That night. Yeah, and it's so contagious. Yeah,
1: it'll it'll affect everybody around me. So I told you about how like my family used to race horses back in the day. Wait a minute, it was you're like really my rooting thing. for Drake to lose? Yeah, this, there's going to be something to
0: this. So you're going to mush the Golden State Warriors, which is an all-time team. There's a I'm going to mush them? Yeah. Why does he like them? Uh, no, the, no, he's he's. He's going to win the title because you're rooting for him to lose, is what I'm saying. Oh, and probably mush is like a it's a Bronx tail term for someone who's going to like bri- provide bad luck to a bet. Okay, like like the opposing side to Drake is going to lose because you are rooting for them. You're going to mush them.
1: Yeah, because I hate Drake. The universe is going to toss Drake another win because you know you're mush. He's, he's clearly short on wins. Hey, no, you're a mush. No, no, you got it. I wish you got that
0: that term because it's a perfect term for you. And and if you if you did you ever see the Bronx Tale? No, this is a Clark classic. You got to check it out. Mush is just he's a character that always loses when he gambles. And if he bets on this, if you bet on the same thing with him, you lose. So every time I come to Madison it's Party Hour, I lose. Anytime you're rooting for something to happen in sports, you lose. Yeah. So, you're mush.
1: My grandpa stopped inviting me to the track when they had a horse race in it. Mm -hmm. I remember the story, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you're fucking mush. Because I'm a bum. Son of a bitch. And I do this to myself. You know what? I'm a glutton for punishment.
1: I love it. We had had a horse race in the Kentucky Derby one year when I was a little kid. You ruined it? I did. (laughs) You're a motherfucker. So, we go there. And the race starts and my grandpa's horse was like three or four lengths ahead of every other horse for like 80% of the race. And on that final curve, the final turn, its horseshoe popped off and like bounced off the ground, flew up and cut its stomach. And in that final 20% of the race, that little tiny bit, he dropped to 13th place yikes
0: and became pretty much worthless right since yeah. he injured himself
1: they put the horse down or did it live no i think it lived all right that's good but yeah i am for sure um Mush. a sentient
2: curse bad luck
1: well
0: yep. we've known that for years
1: we have yeah and i should have thought about this damn it i'm so stupid yeah, you have to be able to outsmart the craft curse. You have enough information to do it. I mean, yeah. At this point, this is on you. You're the mush.
0: Yeah, I have. Exactly. I have <laughs> years of information that Monday, I'm just not going to win. Yeah. Or m- Mad Scientist Party, our recording day, I'm not going to win. So why even try? No, you're right. I'm picking up your oh, loser man. tendencies.
1: It's weird not having an episode of Game of Thrones to talk about.
0: I you know. I was going to save this for the main episode. It must be episode, for you. And... It was. there. it is. I, well, I'm, I'm a little mad at you guys. And I wanted to talk about this in the main episode. Oh, we can I do it. we're a little
1: uh, late yeah, for content.
0: Do- but it has something to do with not being able to review weekly shows moving forward.
1: Okay. We can do
0: that. Are we good to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Can I try one of those Reese's peanut butter thins and I'll jump in with a snack attack midway through the show? (laughs) Yeah, 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 do it. Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour.